Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the bullpen. I'm switching it up a little bit in the bullpen today. I'm highlighting one of the most remarkable people you will ever meet. He's only 14 years of age. His name is Jaquiel Jackson, actor, athlete, and a person who gives back. He's already raised over $200,000 for those who are in need. We put so much emphasis on politicians and public policy that sometimes we forget that the real power is with the person. We're gonna be reminded of that right now. Mr. Jackson, good day, welcome to the show. Thank you, thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. First, I wanna give a little bit of background to what you've been doing. You have raised awareness for the homeless epidemic. You are from Chicago, you have created blessing bags, a giveaway filled with wipes, socks, deodorant, hand sanitizer, granola bars, toothbrushes, toothpaste, bottled water, and a whole lot more. You've been able to raise hundreds of thousands of dollars to help people. Tell us where does your drive to be a community champion come from? So it really comes from experiences from when I was younger, actually. Um, when I was five years old, I went to go feed the homeless with my aunt and my cousins. And this was kind of my first real experience with the homeless. So I got to see how they live, how they ate, slept. And I didn't understand at five years old that there were homeless people. I thought that everybody had homes at that age. So I didn't understand what was happening. So I went home after that and asked my parents if we can give them all houses. And we obviously couldn't do that. That was just my five year old mind just going wild, just thinking of different ideas. But really, that's the idea that you would think of, like just give them all houses. And after that, I kept asking, I didn't stop after they said no. So eventually that showed them how much of a passion I have for this issue, how much I really want to do something. So uh, we, sat, they, we sat down, we had a conversation about the different things that we have on a daily basis that they don't have and we thought of blessing bags. Beautiful. You know, I tell my college students a lot that we're all a combination of our three E's, experiences, exposures, and environments. And a lot of times what we do in life can be traced back to how those three E's impacted us. And you just gave us an example of your experiences, exposures, and environments that created the catalyst for you to become the young man you are today. You started Project I Am. Let's talk about Project I Am. What is the emphasis of that movement? So my movement with Project I Am, um, the purpose really is just to help other other people, uh, specifically the homeless, but also young people. Because while I'm helping other people in my community, I also want to help the young people in my community that um, are just going to be ruling the world, basically. Because in the future, we have to realize that we are going to be the ones that are the presidents and and people running the world. So we have to start now, like get a little little better with. Uh, just our everyday lives and helping our community so that when we're older, we'll, we'll be pros. You've embraced a dynamic, young brother, that <laughs> many at 14, I did not embrace this when I was 14. But you have embraced a dynamic at 14 that means by virtue of you embracing the fact that you are a future leader of this nation, no matter what. You are a future leader of this country. That means that you're going to stand on my shoulders and the shoulders of others. You're gonna be far ahead because of you embracing that early. Why do you think you have embraced this classification of servant leader so early 
in your life? Really, I think that it started early because, well, actually, I feel like every young person at the age I was at five years old is curious and excited mm-hmm. about yeah. everything that they're experienced to. You know, some kids get experienced to good things, while others may get experienced to bad things. That kind of uh, starts the path of how you're going to grow up, really. So me being experienced to homelessness, which is such a big issue at five years old, made me really curious about it and uh, like really wanted to do something. So um, being experienced with something positive is what I think kind of started this whole journey so early. You know, young man, I'm so proud of you, brother. I, I just can't tell you, man, I'm I'm really smiling ear to ear. Um, a lot of people know how to point out problems. Nobody goes down in history for pointing out the problems of everybody else. The only people that have legacy are people that actually create remedies, solve problems, provide solutions. You have done that. How did you raise so much money? So going up the with the organization, so now six, six years, I started when I was eight. Um, so Throughout the journey, we have created like a website, officialprojectiam.com. Uh, I've gotten a little bit more popular on, on like social media, Instagram, things like that to spread the word out more uh, and sh- just inform people about what I'm doing to let them know about the good things I got going on. And some people may want to donate to to me, so that's kind of how it's all gone. I've done fundraisers. Um, I have merchandise as well on my website, official project I am, where I sell products and a portion of the proceeds from that goes to fund the blessing bags to help more uh, homeless people and young people as well. How did you create the blessing bags? Like, what what was the process to say? Okay, I want to create this uh, care package. And I need to know what to put in it. So give us some of the thought process behind it. Yes, so with the blessing bags are toilet items like soap, tissues, socks, hand sanitizer, wipes, toothbrush, toothpaste, conditioner. Uh, really the daily essentials that we use that we can sometimes take for granted that they don't even have. You know, um, you know what happens in Chicago, all right? You know the reputation that Chicago has. I've traveled to Chicago multiple times to do gang peace treaties and all of that, still do it. But Chicago also produced you. And here's the reality, brother. You should be on the front of every news story for this whole week and next week, but you won't. You're not sensational enough. You don't fit the narrative of what typically comes out of Chicago. but. You do represent Chicago too. What's your what's your thought about the reputation, the generalization that young people in Chicago are just criminals and thugs? What's your thought about that? So that's that's a great question. It's something that I like to touch on a lot. Um, I'm here to show a different side of young black boys in the city of Chicago. That I always say that and. Um, just the, the thought process behind that really frustrates me because I mean <laughs> I'm I'm a 14 year old black boy from the city of Chicago, um, growing up with other 14 year olds and and have a lot of friends like that. So uh, just thinking about the generalization about us being uh, thugs and and all we like to do is is kill and, and just all all those assumptions it. It really cringes me, honestly. Um, every time I I can see something like that on the news, um, or something like that, and the fact that it's it's pushed out there, though these type of ideas are pushed out there um, on the news all the time, it shows that um, it really 
aren't trying to help the kids in Chicago. They're really trying to push out a negative vibe of black kids in Chicago. So that's why I'm here trying to show something different. Yeah, and you know exactly what you're talking about. All right, you're 100% correct on that assessment. Let's talk about Sparks Giving Tuesday program. How did you get involved in that? So my friend Chloe, mm-hmm. she is in LA and she does something similar to me with blessing bags and kind of helps other homeless people as well, as well as young people just like me. So we met like a, a long time ago, years ago, and she got involved in this Giving Tuesday. So she came up with an idea, like a pitch for them to create a Given Tuesday Sparks Kids. And I was one of the first people to be asked to be in it along with some other young people. So from there, we just added some more young people. It just kept going from there. But it's basically just uh, helping a day a day of service, really. A day where you just help out your community and it's a really cool group of people. What's the plans of 2022 for Project I Am? For 2022, I plan on creating 20,000 blessing bags. And also, I want to hopefully start on tiny homes, which is something that I've been wanting to kind of start on for like three years now. But it's been some roadblocks uh, just living in the city of Chicago and uh, people thinking that they might rob rob your houses or uh, mess with their children and those type of things. But uh, we're coming up with solutions. So hopefully soon that can start this year. And also, I want to not a want, but I am going to be publishing my second book. Hopefully it can do as well. Uh, you can go look at jakil.com. That's J-A-H-K-I-L.com for more information on that. But uh, yeah, that's all That's all I'm gonna say on that. But That's all you're gonna say. <laughs> Hold on, man, you just ran laps around me. You're on your second <laughs> book. I have not finished my first, all right? Um, you really have an adult schedule, man, with all that you do. Uh, they also tell me that you know how to hoop. I don't know, I think I could take you to the basket. And they say that you, yeah, 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 I can. And they say that you are a hell of an actor as well. So let me ask you this, which, which do you enjoy most? Playing basketball or the art of drama acting as an expression? I would definitely say basketball. I mean, mm-hmm. I've been playing that my entire life and um, it's a goal of mine to go to the NBA and own my own NBA team. So basketball is my all time favorite <laughs> over anything, but acting it's a really fun way to just express myself more. But basketball has to be my number one. Man, you are uh, extremely talented, Jaquiel. I, I gotta tell you, man, you are uh, definitely one of the greats already. I know that people say, man, you're gonna be great. You know, you're going to be a remarkable leader. I'm here to tell you, you are already great. You are already enough. You are already a remarkable leader right now, okay? Thank you. You have, you have done something so remarkable. And, and here's, what, um, here's what I would like you to leave us with. Because there are many who see what's happening in America. They see the adverse policies in local communities. And they say, you know, I'm not a politician. I'm not an elected official. I don't have millions of dollars to influence laws. What would you say to that person? How can they be empowered to change the reality around them? So I'm gonna say something that is actually similar to what Dr. King said. He said, you don't need a college degree to serve. You don't need need that to serve. You only need a heart full of grace and a soul generated by love. So that's kind of similar to the question that you just asked, and which is what I'm going to say. You don't need to be rich to be able to help people. You don't need to have 
have stacks of money in your wallet to be able to help other homeless people. That's not what you need. You only need kindness in your heart and and understanding really of what's going out going on in the world. Like if you uh, knew about the issues like homelessness and you actually had knowledge of it, then you would be concerned and have empathy for that. So you don't you don't need to be rich to be able to show empathy. Yeah, listen, man, I'm about to give you some money right now. What's the website? <laughs> now I'm so serious. What's the website? Um, my website is officialprojectim.com. Say it again for us. Officialprojectim.com. I'm going to ask my producers, make sure we put that in our chat so that people can follow that link. I'm very proud of you, Jaquiel. Um, what's the best advice you ever received? Best advice I've ever received was to treat people how you want to be treated. And that's kind of going into what I am doing with the organization and inspiring other young people to do the same, treat people how you want to be treated. That's something that I go by because um, especially with, with those in need, um, just think about their situation, put yourself in their shoes. Like, would you want to be walked past or insulted or judged because you were in that situation? So that's the motivation that I have. You know. And Jaquiel, it's just that simple, isn't it? Mm -hmm. It's just that simple. Thank you for rebranding, reframing the conversation and bringing us back to the humanity of it all. All right, if you need anything, let us know, okay? I'm gonna continue to support you. Thank you, thank you so much. Absolutely.